0: what's up everyone welcome back to the RB podcast I know the majority of you guys don't care but we care we got a new mic to I record the podcast good, I dude. hope it sounds good it could be really bad we tested it that's not to say that we could record this for the next 30 minutes and then it sounds like garbage hopefully it doesn't it's like I said you've been using it all week it sounds good it's the, it's the same mic that we had before it's a blue yeti but this time it's the I guess you could say it's just the upgraded version yeah it's like the 2.0 version it's not that our audio quality sounded bad before it was just a little inconsistent at times and, and a lot of times it was more behind the scenes things that would happen with it like it wouldn't connect yeah or like it would, it would just, just randomly go deep or it would just disconnect completely and my pc wouldn't recognize it one night i'm pretty sure like restarted your entire computer or like you it blue screened yeah like blue screened yeah. your computer and you had to restart your computer to turn it on your mic was actually taking over walk in the room and it's just floating in the air <laughs> yeah. You wake up and it's like wrapped around your neck. You're like, what the fuck? Shit. What is- <laughs> Dude, Blake and I have been obsessed with. So there's this TikTok there's- trend where. Well, you gotta start. You gotta start off with like how the origins of it. Like That's what I'm where this is a TikTok trend. Okay, yeah, I, I just I wanted to, like tell the the first guy that did it in the non meme way. And yeah. stuff First. So there's this TikTok guy that flips sneakers, and he he calls. I think his name is like Soul Resell or something similar to that. And he goes around, meets up with people and buys their shoes and then flips it for profit. And he doesn't just do it with people. He goes to stores and, you know, just buys like clearance shoes and then flips it. He would always record his videos, meeting the people and getting the shoes. It blew up. And every single time he would like meet with the people and they would open up the trunk to show all the shoes. He would always go like, (laughs) And he would also like at the start of the video, he's like, hey, what's up, y'all? Let's see who we're going to finesse today. Let's see who we finesse in. Yeah. Like he was like scamming people. It's like he wasn't scamming them because he was just flipping shoes, you know, but... And they agreed to sell it to him for that price. Yeah. But for some reason, he would start all of his videos and just say like, oh, let's see who we finesse in," And so, of course, TikTok just being TikTok, people caught on to the trend and people started making like parody versions of it. (laughs) Like They would be like late night sneaker meet up let's see who we finna finesse and they have waffles tied to their feet <laughs> yeah they have like waffles tied to their feet and they would like walk up to their car and open the trunk and there's like three people just tied up <laughs> next to like nike shocks that are 10 years old covered in mud he's like hey how much you want for these oh i'll take two blocks of styrofoam and a ziploc bag it's like "Nah, water bottle great value water bottle take it or leave it he's like All th- yeah, i'll take your microphone <laughs> <laughs> it's just like just doesn't make sense Eventually, they just started getting really, really crazy with it. And they weren't even doing fake sneaker meetups. They were just going into the forest and doing, like, rituals and shit. Yeah, like, it just got (laughs) weird. Um, One time, they, like, dressed up as, like, an inflatable Superman. Mm -hmm. And, like, during the entire video in the background, you would just see Superman just running back and forth. Then he would get, like, whipped cream and, like, smack it on his face at the end. It just got more and more random. The more random, the better it was. <laughs> and eventually, it's just going to come full circle. And it's just going to be unironic. And the guy's going to... People are actually going to start flipping shoes for profit. <laughs> yeah. My For You page has had Pakistan videos. I don't know what it is. It's some type of ceremony. Uh, okay. It's this lady on a mic. And there's these students walking up to the mic. And saying what they're going to do after they graduate. Oh, and I've seen that. The, kid, and the kids are just like, I'm going to... Help the people. And she's like, he's going to help the people, okay? And then they, they keep going. You know, to fuck bitches and get money. <laughs> he's going to fuck bitches and get money. <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly yeah. that. And eventually, there's just a bunch of funny ones that keep popping up because the kids are just, they have like three seconds to say something. And if they don't, then she'll kind of just take whatever words they manage to get out and create her own sentence. But seeing like the real sneaker videos from the original guy and like how much he sells them for and how much of a profit he's making and, like, flipping it. It's kind of insane. Like, shoes are, shoes can get crazy expensive, which don't, it makes sense to me. Like, you know, expensive fashion pieces, it's it's a culture statement thing. I, I get it. But, damn, just spending, like, unless you got it like that, like, two grand on a pair of shoes. Yeah, that's crazy. That's nuts to think about. Especially, like, something that you're stepping on and, like, getting yeah. dirty all day. You know what I mean? It just seems like, it's so, like, it deprecates in value so easily to, you know, drop it Yeah, it's like, high. unless you're buying it as, to, like, hang up, I guess, or yeah, like as on like a, a shelf a, as a talking piece. If it's, like, a collectible, I, it's different. Right. Because people would spend two grand on, I mean... Literally anything they were willing to collect, right? Like what people, which I can understand that. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But to like, I'm talking like to wear every day. Like if you're, I feel like dropping two grand on a pair of shoes that you're just looking to wear every single day. Yeah, like one week later, you're going to step in a puddle and the shoes are going to be gone. Yeah, they're going to go from like two grand to like fifty. But it kind of reminds me of another question that I think Expert asked in our Discord. He was saying like, "What is our most prized possessions?" I thought that was interesting because I couldn't really think of anything like i guess my computer is like prized possession to me but that's replaceable right so like non-replaceable what's something that's not replaceable i have like that one like all my my fortune teller thing so like ever since i was like i think 15 or 16 i've always collected like whenever you get a fortune cookie from like a chinese restaurant they always have like the fortunes inside of them and I've, I've always just collected them, like ever since I was 15 or 16. I forgot why I collected them. Actually, I have one, the very first one that I got that I think I have a picture of, and it's in my wallet. All right, I pulled it from my wallet. It says, in dreams and in life, nothing is impossible. I don't know if this is my first one that I got. I think my first one ever was something like, um, or maybe I got them both at the same time, but it was this one, and it said, like, you will be unusually successful in business or something like that. So I I just always thought they were they were cool and I don't eat Chinese that often like maybe twice a year yeah if maybe even. you bought me like that fortune there's like this uh, metal fortune cookie that opens up where you can put all of the fortunes that you get inside of it yeah. so I thought that was really cool and uh, I guess that's kind of like a prized possession I guess it's not like if I lost it it wouldn't be the end of the world to me but. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm sure there's something that I would count as, like, a prized possession that's not super expensive, of course. And I, I just can't think of. it. I would have to go look inside that closet we have. Because Robert prestige I, edition Kaisa skin. <laughs> <laughs> Rob and I, we have, like, a, one of our closets in our apartment where we kind of just keep everything that... Not necessarily important, but... Things that we know that we will need throughout the year. Also, in our apartment, we have a, a stash of money. I for, I always forget about. that. I, I forget about it too sometimes. Yeah. And like, well, I'll go I'll from... go searching for something, and I'll I'll find the stash of money. I'm like, oh, I f- forgot we had this. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I we got it from um our stepmom, Jen. Because I remember growing up, she said something about yeah, like I always keep a stash of cash just in case. I need it. I need it or something bad happens or, you know, in case I just need it. And I'm like, that's really smart. When I move out on my own one day, I will always keep a stash of cash. And we have. We've had the stash of cash for the past three years. Yeah, three years now. And I think it's actually in the same spot that my fortune cookie thing is in as well. I kind of like want to guess it's in one spot, but I also don't want to expose it because it's like hidden. Yeah. It's like in a, it's inside of a thing with inside of a thing inside of another thing and i don't want to expose it if <laughs> if that's like yeah, yeah in case anybody listening to this decides to rob us one day i don't know that could be is that prize possession is that another the prize just possession? The prize possession? the cash dash <laughs> while we're on the topic of discord questions though another one that i thought was interesting from luna she was she was saying this she linked us this story about these well there's actually two stories what's the one that you watched because there's the story is about twins separated at birth and there's Two different versions of it. Well, the ones... Well, there's like triplets separated at birth. And that's the documentary that I've seen was the triplets. Okay. And then there's the one that she linked, which is a very similar story. But it's the... It's a set of twins instead. I thought it was really interesting, especially being a twin myself. Because you see the... You see them like say certain things. You know, they answer all the common twin questions like, do you guys say the same things? Are you interested in the same topics? Are you like... Do you wear the same clothes? Can you read each other's minds? Can you read each other's minds? Do you... Do you know all all the common twin questions and so like i see them throughout the show answer all these questions and they give like the same response that we always we always give you know just like any other twin gives but like you know with their own version on it and uh i guess like like one of the ones that stuck out to me for some reason was was, the smoking one was the smoking one see it's funny you say that because like i thought the same thing the smoking one back in like the 80s i think it was in the 80s smoking was like really really popular like everybody just smoked cigarettes they were separated at birth, and but they all smoked the same type of cigarettes. The same, and the, the story gets really, really deep, which I'll start to explain at the end. They were separated at birth, and they, by the time they were all like 18 or 19, they all end up in the same college, in like the same building, same classes, like that type of lineup shit. And this is like pre-internet, so this isn't like a... They found each other through twitter and instagram yeah this is like luck at least you think it's luck until you finish watching the rest of the show but yes i guess kind of spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen it the show's been out for like i think five years now though so it's off limits if the show is five years old it's off limits yeah and it's not really really like spoilers it's just interesting to watch if you're gonna watch it just watch it yeah Yeah. anyways so they get separated at birth they meet up at college and the way it happens is like one of them is walking to their dorm room and then a friend walks by and he's like, "Oh, hey, Larry, or whatever his name is. Like, how's it going?" He's like, "Huh?" They're like, "Yeah, man, I haven't seen you since high school. Like, how's everything?" He's like, That's "I've never name. met you in my life." Damn. He's like, "What are you?" He's like, "Dude, what are you talking about? Like, I, blah, 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 blah. I met you here and like we did this. Like, I've been your friend for years." He's like, "My name's not Larry, and I've never met you before." And then they get to talking and stuff. He's like, "Dude, there's this guy who looks just like you. This is insane." And like he shows him his ID to prove that it's not him. And he's like, this is crazy. Like, I have to link you up with my friend who looks exactly like you. And then they link up and they found out there's a third and one. Then, well, no, then they link up. Yeah, I forgot how they found the third one. But I think... Well, they probably just found the third one after trying to figure out how they're related. the second one. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That or it's like they went to their parents and their parents... Because like, no, what what happened was that... um. I think I'm remembering this correctly. They find the second one and they meet up and they're like they're identical. Like I'm talking identical, identical triplets. Um, and then they go because like they, they were all adopted growing up. Like they Did they know adopted. they were adopted or they? I believe so. Okay. Yes. And so they went to the adoption adoption agency and was like, "Hey, is there like is this true? Are we related?" And they're like, "Yeah." And there's also a third. And they're just like, holy shit. (laughs) And then suddenly they go and meet their triplet. And then that guy, again, identical. Like mirrored match, same cigarettes, same clothes, same style, same hair, everything. And it's just like, it's one of those moments where you're just like, holy shit, is this real? You continue to watch the show and continue on with it and whatnot. And... You know they play on. They go, they show all the interviews. They show the life they lived and all like the the partying and like the crazy shit that happened. They opened up like a restaurant. So they were in like their own like, um, they were like extras in a movie or something. About all that type of stuff. It turns out that the adoption agency was split them up on purpose, like as an experiment. As an experiment, and they got like. Pissed because they're just like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like we could have been together our whole lives. These are my too. fucking triplets. Like these are my brothers. You know, like and you guys split us up purposefully, not telling the adopters, just so you could run an experiment on us like we're lab rats. And they were pissed. And so they tried. There's like this big lawsuit, and I don't know if they won it or not. Um, but yeah, they were they were pissed and they were upset. And then they kind of go through the whole lawsuit side and they they meet like one of the researchers behind it. And they go and like interview her and talk about how she's like um, and she talks about the experiment and, and how they learned so much from it. Yeah, they learned so much from it. And like throughout their entire childhood, you know, they would like every couple months or so, they would have this guy come in to their house and interview the parents and the child to see to like check up on them. And as far as the parents and the children were concerned, it was just like an adoption agency checkup when in reality it was like, uh, OK, we separated these three. Let's check in and see how our experiments are doing. And they played it off as if it was like an adoption checkup thing. So it's like this whole case and this whole like lawsuit of, you know, this agency fucking with their lives for the sake of research. Original guy who started the research on it has like. He locked it away. He locked it away. in I think like some college, Harvard, I think it is or Stanford or something. Um, He locked it away like in the library in a time capsule and he died. And so like legally nobody can get those files or like look at that research until I think like twenty forty or twenty thirty something. I thought it was sooner than that. Maybe it is sooner than that. I forgot the exact year. But yeah. And like they tried they tried everything they could and the, the courts were just like, Sorry, you can't, can't you can't until this year. And like one of the brothers passed away, so now he, he can't even like see it, you know, because it's been locked away and so it's like this whole thing. It's kind of insane. But I guess like, the original thought was that, you know, it's so crazy to to think that even if you and I were separated at birth, we'd probably still be we, so similar. We probably would just meet up in a solo queue game. Fucking <laughs> league. <laughs> <laughs> Robert would be my mid laner. Yeah, I would be like mid lane and you'd be ADC. Or you get auto foot Sport and... Yeah, get auto- I would lock in Pike, Autofoot Sport. <laughs> There's another story which is kind of similar, like we were mentioning, but it's twins instead of triplets. And they go by the name of Ellen... Carbone and Melanie Mertzo. These two girls found out, like, I think when they were in their 40s or 50s, that they were separated at birth for the same idea of finding out information. Not even just twin related things and, like, you know, twin related science studies, but that makes you think on how many different secret studies and secret experiments are happening that people have no idea about. Like, zero clue. There could be a study on me and you right now. not not even twin related but just like something else there could be a chip in your body and you just have no idea because you're just some experiment that on some tinfoil shit yeah (laughs) like tinfoil shit, kind of but you know what i mean like you you just have no idea like those twins though that you just mentioned in that article they were in the show as well oh for real yeah like towards the end they were like because they go to the agency and they're just like well fuck if you guys are doing this to us you have to be doing it to, like, tons of other Yeah, there's got to be other twins. And they were. They were doing it to multiple families, multiple sets. Damn. And those two girls were, they found out, they found out were also on the same experiment. And they were, like, they interviewed them. It was very, they were kind of more like a side, just interview, like, really quick to show that it was happening in other places, too. It reminds me of that one episode of Zach and Cody where they were convinced that their mom changed their name at birth, and they got it mixed up. Yeah. And then there was, like, at one point where Rob and I were trying to figure out if our parents switched us up at birth and if there was any way that, you know, I'm Robert and you're Blake. Yeah, and if you think about it, like, as much as, I mean, of course... They, even if they did, if they say they never switched us up, how could they how be 100%, they be 100% sure? sure that they didn't? I mean, I know there's ways to, like, you know, tell the difference between us, but as babies, like, what if one yeah. day they just picked you up thinking that you were me? And then from there on, out, from they there just on out, they just yeah. Or like whenever we were toddlers, we used to like Blake and I would get up and swap cribs like yeah. every single night. Like like so, Blake would sleep in his crib and I'd be across room in, room in my crib. And then like one night in the middle of the night, Blake would get up and get in my crib, or I would get up and get in Blake's crib. So like who's to know? Like how do they? Like, like, they what if, they what just if woke one, up night, one morning? What if one night we just swapped cribs? Yeah. Instead of getting in each other's, you know. Like how? Like, I mean, there. I guess there is like that. I, I trust my parents. I'm sure they're 99 percent Yeah, like 99% I'm sure, sure. Yeah, I'm sure my parents. But know. there is that one percent chance that you could be Robert and I could be Blake. There's that one percent chance. And here's the I thing: guess. it's like even if I was Robert and you were Blake, nothing really changes. Yeah, right. It's just it's just name. our names. It's crazy to think that we'll never know. Like even when we were the babies, to it, if it is true. Even even when we were babies, we had the same exact surgery. Yeah, You know, like, so Blake and I, have we have, like, same... a, a small scar, like, on our stomach yeah. from a surgery we had when we were babies. And it's not like you can tell us apart from things like that because we both have the same surgery. So, like, how deep does this go, you know? Damn. And no government document or driver's license or anything like that would be convinced otherwise because, you know, we're twins, so we look alike. There's no way it's going to – like, growing up, they wouldn't be like, oh, no, you know, this twin is that. So – or this one has this, so it's obviously Robert or obviously Blake. First thing that came to my mind was like the baby footprint, but I don't think that stays the same. Like you know when you're a baby on your birth yeah. certificate they do like your footprint. Is that like a unique pattern? Like I know fingerprints are, but I don't think you're you get like your adult fingerprint until you're like what, sixteen, like or something like that? I'm not sure. I don't know how honestly. the fingerprint shit works, but like I said, I'm I'm ninety nine percent sure I'm Blake. And I'm 99% sure you're Robert, but there's always the 1%. True. True. And it's kind of like, there's no way to find out. There's, there's zero, no way there's to zero, find out. Zero there's zero no chance. way to find out. Yeah. Our like, parents are listening to this right now and be like, damn, what if Robert is Blake? And what if Blake is Robert? Start like that like, one morning, they like think back to a specific date, like March 12th, 1999. There was a mix-up or something. <laughs> I don't know. Even if we did find out, like, let's say we found out that we did get mixed up. And you were Blake and I was Robert. Would we just keep going by what Robert, we what Robert. we are now? Yeah, I guess so. Right? Like, why bother changing it back when we've been with these names all this time? Yeah, because, like, everybody knows us as such. It's just a name, ultimately. All this talk reminds me of things, like on, like, on our iPhones. The face unlock? Yeah. Like, I can unlock your phone with my face, and you can unlock mine with your face you know or like even growing up with the connect how it would just the xbox connect would scan your face and it would automatically sign you into your account we couldn't do that because every now and then it would just randomly sign i'd you walk in and it's like hi Sprono." then you'd walk in hi chrono crazy to think that i could potentially have been Sprono this whole time <laughs> and you could have been chrono this whole time anyways guys that's gonna wrap it up for this week's podcast thank you all so much for listening don't forget to follow the podcast subscribe to the podcast and we'll see you guys next week see you guys